0: Welcome to Food and Friends on 680-CJOB. Hello, Manitoba. I'm Larry McIntosh, and I'll be your host for the next hour. I want to let you know that Peak of the Market has a recipe email service. You can sign up to receive free email recipes daily or once a week. Just go to peakmarket.com and click on email recipes. The system will ask for your email address, province you're from, and how often you wish to receive recipes. It's that simple, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Now, if you're like me, and you worry about signing up for something and getting lots of junk emails... I can guarantee you we do not share our email addresses with anyone ever. So you're safe there. You're going to receive recipes. We currently have over 27,000 subscribers to our free email recipes. We have someone from every province and territory in Canada, every state in the United States, and people from over 170 countries around the world. To so join our recipe club, please visit peakmarket.com. My guest this uh, my guest this afternoon is Terry Carpin, general manager at Prairie Theater Exchange. Good morning, Terry. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Good. Clo- I wasn't close in your last name. Let's get what, that's a uh,
1: good Ukrainian name, Carpishin. Carpishin. Yes, I came from Ripley to Carpishin, so it took a little bit of practice.
0: Ripley would have been easier for
1: I me. Know, <laughs> I know. I <Karpishin>.
0: know. <laughs> so, Terry, how are you today?
1: I'm great. Yeah. I'm great. Yeah, we're uh, things are exciting over at uh, Prairie Theater Exchange. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we're located on the third floor of Portage Place in the downtown mall. Uh, We've been there since 1989, so uh, it's great with its uh, convenience and underground parking for our patrons Uh, and we're a really busy place when the Jets are in town, but we love it.
0: 1989. I was gonna say ten years ago or something. I remember you moving. It didn't seem like 1989. Wow.
1: I know. Time flies. I know it. It does fly. Yeah, and because uh, the mall was built in 1987, and we moved, we finished our facility in '89, and actually, we've been there so long, we had to do renovations a few years ago. So, uh, so that does speak to our longevity in the mall. <laughs>
0: So those that may not have been to the Prairie Theater Exchange, it's it's a beautiful venue. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very intimate. You feel like you're right on stage almost. How, yeah. Describe it.
1: Yeah. Well, I kind of um, I kind of like to the 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 technical term is where thrust space, meaning the the stage is thrust into the audience. But I I like to see it as uh, sort of arms hugging the stage because when you look at it, it's almost like a, a an open horseshoe, and we have audience members sitting on three sides, and and it's great because the audience. Watches the plays, but the audience can also watch other audience members. So rather yeah. than having people in front of you and behind you, you've got people on sides of you. And I think it just uh, it just speaks to the intimacy, and I think it really does uh, enhance the experience of watching live theater because it really is people. You can when you're sitting on the side, you look through and you see the actors, and you look through and you see audience members. So it's quite a unique quite a unique setting.
0: And Charlie and I have sat in several different spots uh, throughout the theater, and I don't know there's a bad seat in there all to have great views and
1: yeah and I think also because the farthest row back is we're only 10 rows deep so you're not so no matter where you sit you're not really very far from the stage in our old space uh, which is where the Red River Community College is on Princess Street the center section was only two rows deep and then oh. we had side sections so uh, this is a and also we only had 200 seats so now we have 323 so it is people really liked that configuration in the old space and so we kept it when we moved into Portage Place.
0: So 323 seats you have now. We do, yeah. When you yeah. sell out of a show, do you are you tempted to put chairs on the floor, no. get some people in the fire marshal will be after <laughs> oh, us. No, no, no. Good no. point. Good point.
1: <laughs> but what we can do is uh, we usually close the show on Sunday, and uh, the actors are engaged like for that day. So if the show is selling well, um, we have a Sunday afternoon show. We can actually add a Sunday night show, and so that way, if there's any actors from out of ca- town, they can still leave on Monday. Um, but we can certainly stick in an extra show, and that's all perfectly legal.
0: <laughs> Good. So you've already completed your first show, but how many shows would you have in a season?
1: Uh, we do five adult main stage shows, uh, which you can buy in subscription. And we do a family holiday show at Christmas, uh, which this year is called uh, Mission Munch Possible uh, for the family. That also tours for 10 weeks uh, in January, February, and March throughout the province. Uh, and we have a Carol Shields Festival of New Works that takes place in uh, in May, usually. And that's all. We invite uh, often the ballet joins us, uh, the contemporary dancers. We have a visual artist. It's a really exciting uh, evening of new works, and uh, it's I'd say it's it's one of the sort of unique highlights of the season.
0: The Mission Munch Possible. You said that tours.
1: Uh, yes, it does. Yeah, we uh, we go. Uh, we've been as far north as Snow Lake. We go right down to the uh, south, uh, the North Dakota Manitoba border. We often go into Yorkton, Saskatchewan, um, and the company uh, is in town touring schools for three or four weeks, and then they're out of town touring to rural uh, elementary schools and communities. And often um, the actors are great ambassadors for us. And Often children will come up and say that they've never seen a play before, which is really touching because we we so um, are fortunate here in Winnipeg to just, you know, hop on a bus or drive your car or walk and you can see cultural activities and take part in them. But we forget out in rural Manitoba, you know, that they don't have the opportunities that we do. So we are happy to take out uh, the tour and it's supported by the Mental Arts Council uh, and uh, MPI. So we're, we, as I say, we're fortunate that we're able to, to do that.
0: Is this is something you do every year? Or?
1: Yeah. Oh, we've been doing it for, oh, we've been in, in business for over 40 years. So we've been doing it for like 35 years. Hmm. <laughs> so it's been a long time.
0: So does that uh, help? Kids specifically, we're talking about the kids mm-hmm. one here. Does mm-hmm. that help them look at? Well, obviously, a play, as you said, they've never seen a play. Mm-hmm. But does, have you heard them say, oh, "I'd like to get into acting one day"? Or have you heard any of those kind of stories? From that?
1: Sure. Yeah, no? there are some. Yeah, some kids are. You know, it's sort of uh, in their your their blood almost, you could say, right? And and uh, uh, and so yeah, they are kind. Of, they are. They do ask ask the actors, you know, about how to get into into showbiz. Uh, and uh, and we do also through our theater school, uh, we have classes for ages five and up. And we also offer a bursary program, especially for the younger children, which we administer through the school system. So we encourage teachers, if there's children uh, that uh, are, you know, parents are financially challenged to have the children apply through the bursary program. And they're, they're able to come down and take uh, classes at Prairie Theatre Exchange. Uh,
0: we're going to have to take a break, but I want to come back and talk about some of the shows that are coming up because some of them sound, well, they all sound very interesting, but a few of them I want to ask you about. Sure. We're speaking with Cherry, General Manager from the Prairie Theatre Exchange, and we'll be right back after this break for your CJOB weather update. Welcome back. I'm Larry McIntosh. Food and Friends Radio is on TV. Each radio show is filmed and will be posted on mytoba.ca later today. So if you want to see the TV version of this or previous radio shows, please visit mytoba.ca. You can also listen to an audio podcast of Food and Friends at soundcloud.com and at the iTunes Store. So just do a search for Food and Friends with Larry at mytoba.ca or soundcloud.com or at the iTunes Store, and all the shows will come up for your listening or viewing pleasure. Now, it's very important for me to mention that Food and Friends is only available because of 680 CJOB and its advertisers. So please make sure you tune in here every Sunday afternoon at 1 or listen live at CGOB. G-O-B.com. We're back with Terry, General Manager of the Prairie Theatre Exchange. Before the break, we are talking about shows coming up, and we talked a little bit about Mission Munch Possible, which is the Christmas holiday show, I guess, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So what, what's happening before that?
1: Uh, well, we just closed Little Thing, Big Thing, which was a uh, play from uh, Dublin, and we were delighted that Donal O'Kelly, the playwright, was able to come to opening night. And it was just a sort of coincidence. He was going down to a, a festival in South Dakota, and uh, when he told Told them they were coming. He was coming to Winnipeg, or you know, he had this play opening in Winnipeg. They kindly diverted him through Winnipeg so he could be here for opening night, and then he had to leave on the, the day after to go down for the festival. So that was great. So we were delighted to show, uh, uh, to perform his piece, Little Thing, Big Thing, with uh, uh, w- Jennifer from Winnipeg and Gordon from Toronto. So that was, we just closed that on. What are uh, the
0: odds of him going through Winnipeg, kind of, well, at that time, right? I it know. was meant to be.
1: It was meant to be, yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad it worked out, you know, and he was happy to be here and he, w- he was great. So, and he was very, it was interesting for him. Because he, even though he wrote the play, he also performed in it. He had never had someone else direct it before. And it was interesting for him on opening night to sit in the audience and actually see his play uh, with him not being in it. And he thought Sharon Bezier from Winnipeg did a great job of directing. And he loved the set, which was all oil drums. It was quite a fascinating set. So mm. that was a great way to start our season. A uh, little mystery, little comedy. That was good.
0: And your other one is just opening up uh, next week, next I guess. Next week, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, we've got Butcher, which um, there's a lot of mystery around Butcher, uh, and it's a mystery thriller. Um, it's also opening, uh, it's just opened in Montreal and Toronto, and we're having to tell our audience members not to divulge the story when when they leave because it will spoil it for others. But can I just read you a couple of quotes from what's happening from the Montreal uh, Gazette? Um, It's absorbing political thriller. The combination of hairpin plot twists claustrophobic tension and anguished mediations on justice versus more direct revenge has certainly struck a chord Uh, Nicholas Billion's razor sharp uh, play serves up some bloody good entertainment emphasis on bloody Mm -hmm. so um, I think uh, it's a a a new piece that was premiered um, in 2014 at the Playwrights Festival in uh, um, in Calgary at Alberta Theatre Projects and we're delighted to be able to bring it to Winnipeg and delighted to see it's getting so many productions across the country it's just as It's because it's a mystery thriller, it's something a bit new. It's got a real twist to it, or several twists to it. Excuse me, several twists to it. So I encourage people to come and and, uh, enjoy, uh, take in this production. I think they're going to be very surprised. But now I want to
0: know what happens.
1: I'm not telling you. I've read the script. I'm not telling you.
0: (laughs) Well, you just can't (laughs) say. You have to come. You You and Shelley
1: will have to come.
0: (laughs) I tell you. No hints. That starts on November 19th and runs Mm -hmm. till December 6th. Correct, yeah. And then you take a bit of a break or – Oh, you, you go right into uh, your Mission Munch Impossible at that mm-hmm. point, I guess, eh?
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah, and that runs from December 18th to January 3rd. Uh, we have, uh, ev- uh, sorry, m- mainly daytime performances, 1 and 3 o'clock, but there's also some 7 o'clock shows, which are pajama shows, which the kids can come in their pajamas, and we serve milk and cookies that has been sponsored by Safeway after the performance, so it's, it's a little treat for the kids, and they're so cute because they bring their teddy bears, they bring their blankets, and occasionally I've seen some parents come. In their flannel PJs and big fluffy slippers, so it's uh, those are some great performances
0: for 2017. I know that's a ways away. Mm-hmm. You should serve milk and carrots.
1: We could. You know, I'm just we saying. will have to talk about
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> so then you go into three new uh, shows into mm-hmm. the new year. Spin being the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's that about?
1: Uh, that's um, it's uh, it's about the. Um, uh, sort of the Emancipation of Women. It's uh, it's about uh, uh, Londonderry who um, uh, w- uh, sort of took her bike and literally rode around the world. And it's a story based on her story. Uh, and the uh, bicycle is actually used as a musical instrument. So I think that will be very interesting for people to come and see. A very uh, upbeat show that is very different from uh, from Butcher.
0: We're going to talk about, a little bit about your background in the next half hour. But mm-hmm. thinking about your career, is there a favorite play that really resonates out of all the years?
1: How long is the show? <laughs> there are many. There are many, many uh, shows that, uh, that I've, I've liked to mean, And uh, included in that is Ian Ross's Farewell, Playing with Fire, which we just did this past year about uh, Theo Fleury. The Secret Mask, a new play by Rick Chafe, A Doll's House, an adaptation of Ibsen's piece written by Bruce McManus, another Winnipegger. The list goes on, Larry. I mean I asked for many. one. I, I don't.
0: You had like four <laughs> off the top of your head there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, some of them must. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say that. Are some of them more successful with the audience uh, versus what you thought they were going to be? Or uh, how do you how do you pick the plays?
1: Uh, well, it's up to Bob Metcalf, our artistic director. That's okay. his main job is is to select the season for the year. Um, but we also don't measure success just by box office, right? It's about uh, some of the pieces are. Um, are so like moving and engaging and the feedback from our audience have so appreciated the piece and the work of the actors and the designers that um, success is is defined in many different ways, you know, about people's experiences, um, about actors achieving, uh, you know, certain um, a certain uh, place in, in a role that they've played um, and also in the box office. So um, it's, yeah, it, it's, you know, and sometimes, you know, we do budgets, we carefully look at the shows, we, we see where they're placed, uh, we see what else is in town, you know, all those are considerations when we're doing a play. Um But, uh, and some do better than we thought. We've had new plays that have, like, Social Studies by Trish Cooper from Winnipeg. We did a, it was a new play. We did a budget projection, and it more than doubled that box office. So Uh you just, you never know. It just, sometimes it just connects with people, and off it goes.
0: We're speaking with Cherry, the general manager of the Prairie Theatre Exchange, and we'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Food and Friends. I'm Larry McIntosh. I want to tell you about Peak in the Market's Recipe of the Day that will be featured in Monday's Winnipeg Free Press and at peakmarket.com. Monday's recipe will be grilled stuffed squash. This recipe sounds very easy and is very good. Grilled stuffed squash will be the featured recipe of the day on Monday in the Winnipeg Free Press and at peakmarket.com. And both the Winnipeg Free Press and our website have a new recipe every day, seven days a week. So please check them out. You can never have enough veggies in your diet. I also want to remind you that peak of the market is on Twitter. Peak of the market, uh, it's, sorry, it's at peak of the market for recipes. And we also also talk about our Food and Friends guest updates. We have over 200,000 Twitter followers and we'd love to have you follow us too. Again, we're at Peak of the Market or you can follow me at Larry McIntosh and McIntosh's MC M-C-I-N-T-O-S-H. We'll be right back with Cherry, the General Manager at Prairie Theatre Exchange. After we take this break for your news, sports and weather, we'll be right back. Welcome back, I'm Larry McIntosh. I, fa- <laughs> I want to remind you that Peak of the Market has a Facebook page. Please find us and like us on Facebook. We currently have over nine 90,000 likes and we'd love to have you join the group we're updating our status regularly with news on our charity events and interesting veggie tidbits so please find us and like us on facebook we're back with cherry the general manager at the prairie theater exchange so let's talk about you Oh no! Let's talk about you. Are you from Manitoba originally?
1: <laughs> yes, I was born in Winnipeg. Yeah, my whole family was. Yes.
0: All right. So, and what got you into the theater? What was your path from the time you left school? Is that always something you wanted to do?
1: Yeah. Well, actually, I really wanted to be a ballet dancer, and I worked very hard um, at at that. And uh, it just it just didn't come to pass. For I think me, between school and studying, and you know, I just wasn't able to sort of devote the time to it, and. Um, when I was out of school, I, I worked in, a, in an advertising firm of a very large company, and uh, I really liked the diversity, you know, of the of the work. Um, so uh, at the time, my my dad worked for Chrysler Corporation. We were living in Toronto, and he wanted to come back to Winnipeg and start a business here. So uh, we moved back, and um, I was uh, doing some just part time work, and and this I noticed the job offering at uh, Manitoba Theatre Centre actually, oh, okay. and they were looking for uh, an administrator a secretary for their theatre school. And so I applied, and I got the job. And partly, you know, I it was the diversity of the job that I really liked. No day was the same, and that began my career in the theater. So even though I didn't pursue a dance career, I am in the performing arts. Uh, even though I don't appear on stage, which suits me just fine, uh, but uh, but it's that you know I sort of that's where it began, and um, and that's where I've stayed for fifty years actually.
0: Fifty so, years, yeah.
1: Yeah, I started in uh, December 6th of 1965 at MTC, uh, and I'll be retiring on December 31st of 2015. So you do the math, and it adds up to 50 years. So it's amazing. It's been amazing.
0: So this could be your very last time on Food and Friends as the general manager.
1: It could be, yes, it could.
0: I have a feeling you'll probably be doing something else. Are you just going to totally retire? Um,
1: well, you know, I'd certainly be interested in consultancy work. Right. You know, but I also sit on three boards, oh, okay. so you know that'll uh, that'll keep me partly busy. Um, and uh, and then I don't know. It's you know, like people say, what are you going to do when you retire? And I said, well, it's like a new job. You sort of have an idea of what it's going to be like, but you won't really know until you actually do it. So we could discuss it in maybe February, March, and I'll yeah. let you know how I'm doing. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I,
0: I, yeah. I'm away from uh, being able to afford to retire, but yeah. w- one day, I, I kind of say the first couple months, you know, it'd be nice just to be able to sleep in or watch TV, but I probably would need something else. Maybe not mm. a full-time thing, but yeah, maybe a consultant yeah. thing. Maybe yeah. that's a good idea.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll keep you posted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, you've, you've uh, been involved in theater across Canada. You're, uh, I think I read somewhere that you're involved in a theater in Whitehorse and in Nova mm-hmm. Scotia mentoring Mm -hmm. them or what what was that about?
1: Well, the Canada Council had a program called the Flying Squad and the Canada Council is our federal funding body for the arts and uh, so what they would do the Flying Squad program um, uh, asks uh, a sort of experienced general manager uh, for example to go and assist another company that's either going through change or is emerging and needs some you know sort of some some expertise and advice Uh, so I was invited to go up to Nakai Theatre up in Whitehorse and I did a mentoring uh, project with them, uh, both with the board and with the staff, and uh, and that was that was great. I'd never been to Whitehorse before, so the opportunity to, to go there was pretty fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, but also to work with the board and the staff was, was really interesting to see, too, how it's different, say, from, because it's very isolated, you know, and they've got no one else to sort of chat with or work with, right? So it was great to be able to go up and and share that experience, and I've actually kept in contact with uh, with them over the years, so that was great. And then I was out in uh, Antigonish, Nova Scotia, and same thing, new general manager. So what the, what they did is they came in and um, uh, mentored with me at Prairie Theatre Exchange for a week, and then I went out and spent time with them. So it's it's great to be able to share the skills and to help others out. So the so that I enjoy doing that kind of work. That's great.
0: So did you ever think about leaving Winnipeg? Going somewhere else to pursue uh, your career?
1: Actually, no, no. I. Um, it's funny. Even when my dad was transferred out of Winnipeg, um, we all felt Winnipeg was home. You know, and I married here. I'm I married to a Winnipegger, and our daughter was born here. But um, I, I'm a I'm a true Winnipeg fan, and uh, I I just I think it's a great city. I think we have so much here for a smaller city, um, and I love the community, and and uh, I love the the size of it. So, I, you know, I'm no, I'm quite happy here. Yeah, we, we quite like it. So, yeah, <laughs> I think this is our home. Even uh, though I'm retiring, we've got no plans to move elsewhere.
0: <laughs> fabulous. So looking back over your, and you said 50 years, which is yeah. hard to believe, but looking back over your 50 years, is there any memories that come up that you want to share with us?
1: Wow, wow, memories. Like, well, I, I think one of them I, I just thought of was that little did I know when I started at Mantua Theatre Centre back in December of 1965 that I'd be you know, thanking my peers and, and being so honored and privileged to work in this business 50 years later, you know, I mean, I, I, I was delighted to be there, but I mean, who thinks that when they start a job, you know, 50 years later, they'll be, be saying goodbye to that job, you know, so I, Absolutely. that's, that's been really special to me, you know, and I, and I can't think of another place I'd rather be.
0: And that, and that says a lot about the, the people you work with and, and the communities you talked about and, and the fact that you've been doing it so many years and bringing, I don't know, theater culture to so many people. You think about the number of people who have been to your theater over the years, it's, it's unbelievable.
1: It is, yeah, it really is. Do you ever figure yeah. out how many you come? Uh, quick math. W- quick math. Oh, God, oh, okay. I don't know. I know. <laughs> Wait, I've been working on grants. I might have a number in my head.
0: <laughs> yeah, so,
1: it's, but I, you know, I mean, we do bring in over, uh, We reach about fifty thousand people a year through the work that we do, including the tour. Fifty thousand. So,
0: mm-hmm. See, I would not have guessed that yeah. number.
1: Yeah. Well, when you do the tour and the kids show and you know the uh, plays that we do, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty extraordinary.
0: Yeah. Isn't that neat that you've had an influence on so many Manitobans? And obviously, you've helped people outside the province, but Manitobans specifically, you've had a lot of influence on uh, generations growing up that, as you said, have gone to the theater for the first time, wanting your place.
1: Yeah, no, it's been exciting for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Are you having second thoughts about retiring?
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> I think, I mean, the hardest part for me is I, I haven't had second thoughts about that, but I'm definitely going to miss the people, right? Um, Because we are a people business, you know, we, we deal in a live environment, you know? um, And uh, so that's the part that's going to be the hardest, but, um, but Hey, you know, opening night of uh, spin on January the 14th, guess who's going to be sitting in the theater? (laughs) You know, (laughs) me. Yeah. So no, I'm looking forward to that. And
0: enjoying it in a different way.
1: And enjoying it in a different way. Yeah.
0: We're speaking with cherry the general manager of the prairie theater exchange and we'll be right back after this break welcome back i'm larry mcintosh I just want to tell you that we only have a few weeks left, three weeks to be exactly left, in the Farm to School Manitoba Healthy Choice Fundraiser. See, I got too far ahead in my notes there. Unfortunately, it ends on December 9th. So this fundraiser is open to any Manitoba school or daycare anywhere in the province of Manitoba. And the great thing about this fundraiser is the school or daycare keeps half the selling price. So students sell bundles of vegetables for $10 or $20, but they keep half that price for whatever uh, they're raising money for, whether that's a band trip or uh, new equipment, whatever it is. So a 50% profit, and the great thing about it, it's also healthy. Last year, this fundraiser raised over $410,000 for Manitoba schools and daycares, and that's what they kept, $410,000. And I want to thank everybody who participated in the uh, fundraiser this year. Still got three weeks to go, so there's still time to participate. If you're interested in more information, go to farmtoschool.ca. We're back with Cherry, the general manager at Prairie Theatre Exchange. We are just talking off-air during the break that we, don't, we didn't talk that much about the PTE theater in film school, right? Mm-hmm. You have that as well. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, um, well, we have, it's a recreational program and uh, we take children as young as five and we go right up through seniors uh, and there's a diversity of classes. Uh, one of the new classes we have this year, we've actually tied into Mission Munch Possible and it's called Munch Upon a Time. So children that are really, you know, have enjoyed the Munch performance can actually sign up for classes and, and it'll all be themed around a Munch and, and the Robert Munch Story, so I encourage uh, children and parents to to think about that uh, come the new year. Um, we have uh, we have a very strong adult program. They uh, they take um, directing classes. There's film classes. There's musical theater classes for junior school. Um, uh, the the team program as well as the adult program. Um, and there's uh, you know script uh, script reading and there's just a voice uh, voice classes voiceover if if you're interested in radio. Um, so we have qualified teachers that teach all the classes. And, uh, and, uh, you know, you, students will come back again and again and, and just enjoy sort of it's it's like, you know, going and taking you want to go to cooking school, you know, so come and take some theater and have some fun. And, and there's a lot of uh, uh, good relationships that are built and people enjoy having a really good time. We had tap dance, dance sorry, tap dancing classes this past year as well. Wow. So yeah. yeah so so you're saying I should
0: take a course and learn how to do a show. Or, well, your you show. Yeah,
1: or you know. could give the show. <laughs> or give the class. <laughs> no, I could not give the class because
0: you you don't teach people to stumble over their words. <laughs> that's not what you want to do, like I do there sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. that that's uh, so that's available information is available on your website on the SM? website.
1: Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. www.pteschool.ca
0: yeah. And if you didn't catch that, I'm sure you can Google it or Bing it or whatever, Absolutely. It'll, it'll come up. So let's talk about the rest of the season. We talked sure. about Butcher that's starting shortly mm-hmm. what, and what and Spins coming up mm-hmm. after that. What yep. else is going on?
1: Well, we've got Seeds uh, uh, by Annabelle S- uh, Sutar. Um, it's uh, it's actually like verbatim theater, i.e. Um, what Annabelle has done is uh, she's based it on the real case of Percy Schmeiser, the, Saskat- the Saskatchewan farmer and Monsanto who had that uh, that legal case over seeds that had blown onto his farmland. Right. So um, Annabelle spent hours going through all the all the tapes and, and uh, transcribing and, and putting it into like a play format. That's coming to us from uh, a port of parole uh, company in Montreal, so we're very much looking forward to seeing that. That's the one; it has seven actors in it, and uh, um, and I I think it's just going to be a really interesting sort of uh, discussion. Uh, There's going to be a panel as well, and and I think people will really uh, will really enjoy sort of the perspective, you know, of of the two sides. Hmm. Um, Then we close with marriage: a demolition in two acts. Uh, It's about demolition in two acts. A demolition (laughs) in two acts. uh, An older Couple, a middle-aged couple, is renovating their kitchen, and uh, uh, things aren't going very well. And it's a comedy uh, written by Rick Chafe from Winnipeg. And um, they have a young designer and and construction uh, sort of project manager that come in, uh, and uh, I think they end up uh, fixing the marriage more than they actually do the uh, the reconstructing of the kitchen. So I think that's going to be a great way to to end the season. Yeah,
0: that sounds like a fun one. I,
1: yeah, I think so. I yeah. know many
0: couples that have built homes together or done major renovations together. It yeah. does test, you yeah. know, the, the marriage. So yeah, this, this, I, can, I can see this.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think I think people, a lot of people are going to relate, you know. So um, and I think it is a great way to end the season. It's an all Winnipeg cast, which is great. Um, so yes, yeah, so we're happy to to bring that one to us as well.
0: So when you uh, choose the plays and mm-hmm. you do this obviously in advance, uh, uh, ways in advance, are they all Canadian? Or are you just looking for how, what's the criteria of what comes up with it?
1: Well, um, our mandate is really a focus on Canadian works and also on new play works. Um, so we've done like 345 plays, and 145 of them have been new plays. So we really are adhering to our mandate. But Bob does look for Canadian works. You know, we are we do live in Canada. We want to invest our Canadian artists. So, um, but it's a lot of work for him. He reads. He he can read maybe 40 scripts, you know, trying to pull a five-play season together. Um, and uh, and it's just trying to, to pull together the scripts that, um, you know, fit the mandate of PTE, but also that fit the budget of PTE, which is a real challenge. Um, uh, so that's, he's already working on that for sixteen seventeen, which doesn't open until October of, of 2016. So we're already, we're already, he's already doing that work.
0: And you're saying uh, that this one play has seven actors in it, mm-hmm. and some plays have four actors in it. That's obviously quite a difference and and a budget purpose as well, I would assume.
1: Absolutely. Because also you have to consider the costumes. It's not just hiring Uh, the actor. um, But does an actor have two or three costume changes? You know, does the does the play take place in different locations, um, and and not, doesn't necessarily mean if you have more actors, there's different locations. But uh, but it then is the creativity of the director and the um, set and costume designer to come up with how they want that to happen. Like in Little Thing Big Thing, it was all oil drums because part of it was based around uh, the um, uh, the oil the uh, an oil company, and a drum became a car, and uh, you know so and and they became climbing vehicles for them uh, so it's it's about that uh, just having that discussion with the director and the designers to come out with with what will really work here um, what will fit the stage what can we do and to turn the set around in a short period of time how many people will it take to do that it's fairly complicated it's Yeah, fairly no, complicated. I,
0: I can only imagine
1: yeah, yeah, there's lots of strings that we have to pull together <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're speaking with Cherry from the PTE or Prairie Theatre Exchange we'll be right back after this break Welcome back to Food & Friends. My guest today has been Cherry, the general manager of the Prairie Theatre Exchange. Now, this has been a lot of fun. I mean, we've known each other for however many years, and we've been to PTE, Shelley and I, many times. And you are retiring, but you're not going to be far away, and you're not retiring for a while yet. So, there's lots of things coming up. The theatre, they can go to. What about season tickets? Now, you've already had your first play, so...
1: Yeah, people can still buy season tickets. We have four-play packages and three-play packages. Okay. So I encourage you to either go on the website or call our box office. Uh, and you can certainly purchase those. or single tickets available. And the tickets for Munch, I think, are one of the best deals in town. You can buy a family four-pack for $46, inclusive of all taxes. So the four can be made up of two kids and two adults or... Three kids and one adult, it doesn't matter to us. It, so I encourage people to look at that over the holiday season.
0: And if you've never been to the Prairie Theatre Exchange, buy a ticket, check it out. You'll you'll enjoy it. It's a great theatre. Thank you very much for being on Food and Friends. Thank you, Larry. Take care, everybody, and please, don't forget to eat your veggies.